special milestone episode. Ashford, can you believe it's been 100 episodes? No, Mark, I can't believe it. 100 episodes? That's incredible. Wait, I haven't been here since episode 20-something. Ah, I have much left for the show. Guys, I made it. We made it. Episode 100. Uh, this thing started two years ago with Ashford Nine. The mission was immediately on board, and then we lucked out and we got Jarek and Chaz over the last year to the really thing. And uh, man, uh, 100 episodes, pretty crazy. Oh, uh, what episodes? And within the past two episodes, we got my buddy John. Baby, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good guy, man. In case you, it's luxurious and and le, le delicious. <laughs> right on, man. Mark, for a while. Mark, a hundred episodes, man. How do you feel right now? You, you've been here since the start. Miss Jen, the queen of comics, has been here from the start. Um, I came in right after uh, Ash. Still kind of early on, but you've been here. You guys have been here from the start. How does it feel, man? 100 episodes. How oh, cool is that? Deal. Well, it's good. And for me personally, I'm really glad this has been happening during the whole pandemic where we jumped. We jumped on uh, the Skype way of doing things pretty early mid-March. And I think it's uh, kept us all sane just being able to kind of like tune in or tune out and geek out yeah. uh, with each other yeah. and just kind of keep keep that geek connection going so uh yeah. it's cool oh uh, we uh ashford and i were found by our producer justin on the uh comic palooza floor do you remember floors <laughs> and uh and convention floors uh and uh found us and we started this up two years ago and uh man i can't wait for uh convention coverage again or convention so that we can cover yeah them. yeah Miss Jen, how do you feel? Like 100 episodes, you were here pretty much from the ground floor. How was that? What's going on? What are you feeling? We, we actually started Kingdom of Geekdom. What did you have for lunch today? I used to have a show. I think I did a show for about a year. It was just a solo show. That This is way, way more fun. So much yeah. more fun than just being like me in a green screen. And <laughs> just to go on the show. That's so cool. Well, I would tell you what, um, uh, me doing, our producer Justin, uh, doing the Adventure Begin show, and he was like, hey, we're kind of looking for somebody to, because I, I think Ash was kind of like coming in and out and on his way out or whatever, and, and Justin was like, hey, would you like to be a part of this show? I'm like, yes, I want to nerd out with all my people. And being very intimidated on my first show with Mark and uh, with uh, Miss Jen, of course, Yep. But um, after show after show, it's been more comfortable. It's more family. It's great. And, uh, you know, bringing Jarek on, which is uh, him and I just have a chemistry like nobody's business. Easy. And then uh, here recently, Johnny, Johnny. But the whole thing has been great because we all get to come uh, hang out every Monday night, voice our opinions. Nobody hates anybody as far as mm. like, I don't agree with that. Um <laughs> But everything's been very cool. 
And I love it. I love you guys. Most definitely. It's been really fun. Yeah, and uh, no, man, you should... Uh, any intimidation that you would have had was lost in, like, seconds because you really carried this thing no, at times. No, 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 not with me. Dude, you know stuff about... You know every nerdy thing about everything. And yeah. of course, Jen has... I mean, she's just got... When you come into North Houston, you know about Jen. Yeah. And she's intimidating because not a, she's a powerful woman and a power, she's a powerful person. And she knows problem. everything about everything. She knows people about people. And when you sit next to her, you're like, I don't want to say anything about comics because I don't want to be get chastised about anything. <laughs> no. Um, that's a, so you got your first impression and then you got your second impressions and you guys are family and I love it. And happy 100th to everybody, man. It's so yeah. cool. So yeah. cool. It's super cool. It really is. We'll do uh, we'll do an Around the Horn here, Miss Jen. Uh, what have you been up to the last week? Um, it's interesting. I've been working a lot from home trying to process through this. We just got in the second batch of books from a Big Buy that I made out of San Diego. So it's like. Hmm, 160 boxes, diamond boxes with 200 books each, and I'm not going to get done with it, in, you know, in the near future. Yeah. But uh, that and a million other things like running a comic book shopping network, and <laughs> my hats are like, here, take this one off, do the next thing. <laughs> Jane, but, you uh, do so much. You do yeah. so much. Every time I hit up Facebook, you are live doing something, and I think it's wonderful. And it's like you have your own TV network. It's like Gen TV. You know what I mean? It's like here we go. We got the Wednesday thing, the walkthrough. We've got uh, brand new comics. We got this going on, and I appreciate it as a comic book person. Period. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, you got so much going on, and we have to bow down to the queen of comics. <laughs> we're not worthy. Yeah. We're not worthy. Knock a, a bucket like, item off my list. You guys do. I wish I had like the cool buddy show. I wish I had time to do those kinds of like really creative things. <laughs> like, well, Jen, stuff. Jen, we could just come to Space Cadets and do like a crossover show. We've done oh. a crossover with Comic Palooza. We'll do a crossover with Space Cadets. Why we not? Crossover great. shows. Let's do it. Yes. We're, we're so down to do it. Yeah. <laughs> We love it, man. That's so cool. We love you, Jen. You're amazing. We love you too. <laughs> and and Jen, you stream more than you know all of us combined, probably. And you were uh, with Comic Book Shopping Network. Oh, it's important to mention that uh, we were actually airing on there, you know, live for a while. And that is something that was, uh, you know, you have been anchoring. But what a crazy perfect time starting in March. I mean, like with with. <laughs> I've noticed so many retailers go to the format that you've been doing for like over the past year and uh, just like constantly working, hustling, streaming, selling comics online. And now more than ever, getting them out to people who can't, you know, get there or their shop can't provide what you can. So kudos to that and the growth of uh, that with you behind. Yeah. Trying to get comic books in the, in the hands of people that will read them. That's my whole goal in life. <laughs> That's so good. 
I'm just really right. giving everybody comic book cooties so they're just as nerdy as me, and then I won't stand out anymore. <laughs> She's infecting the masses with enchanted cooties, man. <laughs> Derek, how about you? What you been doing the last week? Uh, this last week's been kind of weird. Um, I'm waiting for test results to come back, so I'm kind of been self-quarantined right now, uh, which gives me a lot of time to watch. Right now, I'll bet. I am actually I am. So what's up? Well, let's, um, let's see. Let's see the pajama pants. No, me. no, these are ratty. I don't want to show these now. <laughs> um, so I've been watching a lot of Star Trek, right? And I just finished Deep Space Nine, which is like, I guess crucial. Um, not the best track, but it's definitely not the worst track, and that's kind of where I am mentally. Right. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Honestly, not a lot. Not a lot. Thanks, well. Yeah, we hope that all turns out well and that uh, you get a lot more. Uh, bin- get your binging in now while you can, man. This is the perfect time to binge. Honestly, yeah. yeah. 2020 yeah. is the perfect year for binging. If binging didn't exist before this, 2020 would have created it. But, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Jazz, what about you? No, no, I'm going to ask you first because uh, you need to go. What, what have you been up to, Mark? That's mm. what I want. Inquiring <laughs> minds to know. Uh, sports, you know, like we, we rarely get to talk about sports, but I'm a sports yeah. nerd, a sports geek, and sports. You work for sports, uh, though, right? The people I, might not out there I, might not know that you work for Fox Sports. But we got a uh, we got hockey going on, NBA, baseball, everything's in full swing, and uh, it's uh, it's crazy out there. Yeah. But uh, and, and, and then I'm really enjoying Lovecraft Country on HBO. Mm, yeah. Ooh, are you kidding me? I, Oh, it's, it's so one good. of those things where I'm glad I can't binge it because I would have been done with it in eight hours. Oh. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and I was overwhelmed. I don't know about you guys. We'll get into this in a minute. But I was overwhelmed by all the information from DC fandom. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Dude, yes, we wow. will get into that. Shortly. Did look good. We, we will get into that shortly. And I was telling people to tune in because a certain R&R nerd may show up. Um but I guess before that, man, uh, you guys might not know John. He's a, he's brand new uh, to at least today's episode. Um, he helped me out like nobody's business during uh, Cadets Con because uh, Jen has a very popular game, and I was not on my game that night, but I was during a, a previous game from another company or whatever, and I was ready but that night, I wasn't on my heels, man. Jen, will you tell people about the game? And then we'll talk about how John just kicked butt. Okay, so it's a super fun game called <laughs> Nerd Killer Warfare. Yeah. Basically, Mary's very nerdy things. Uh, your knowledge about nerd items and mm-hmm. your ability to debate about them, which is everyone's favorite thing to do anyway. So uh, we put people in teams, so uh, you would be versus somebody else, and uh, we choose this crazy uh, setup. So let's say uh, villains and their weapons, and I'll have uh, preset uh, an equal amount of villains and weapons, but that none of them can possibly match. They're not from the right fandoms. Mm. Yeah. And- they get randomly drawn and then uh, they're assigned and those people have to match up and debate who would win, kind of like Super Fight is, where they just give you random stuff. Right. Uh, but this is like really cool nerd stuff. So um, 
what, do you guys remember any of the way the crazy matchups matchups we ended up with that were like impossible to argue? I, I don't remember offhand, but I remember being a part of the game and the the entire week ready for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave us the subject beforehand, and I was like at work just man. But then something happened where it just kind of put me out of the entire nerd culture whatsoever. Um, and thankfully, my buddy John, he was listening in and i'm like you know what he'll just be myself like tag like demolition or the towers of power i gotta tag this dude in and i t- every time i tag john in he killed it john do you remember any of the matchups i remember the one i lost because that's the only one that really matters for me <laughs> Kirby versus uh you know the the great one i mean you can't mess mm-hmm. with me and the bandit Especially when you're driving a, a VW bug. I mean, is it might be magical. I just, it. I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that one. That, that was but rough. There's always next year, my friend. There's always next year. I don't remember the. I don't remember mo- uh, many of the team ups only because I was in like a different state of mind. But I do appreciate John coming in and uh, tagging in, and I do appreciate Jen. You put together a, a, a wonderful, awesome, very entertaining game. And uh, I thank you for that. I, I I had a great time just listening and laughing along, and not even that. Mark was dude, you were killing it as far as rebuttals and debating. Mark was killing it left and right. So Mark plays dude. the game correctly. So he, what he yeah. does, <laughs> I actually sat there and watched him make stuff up. He basically said you had to have a good heart to be able to use the sonic screwdriver. And I was just like, but if the if the person that you're against doesn't call your baloney, it rides. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was so I was so entertained. I was just happy to like to sit back. And I even said at one point where let just let me sit back, let me be on screen and just laugh and have a good time because I I, I knew uh John and I knew uh Mark for sure would just come out and just whether it was BS or not, just kill it the entire time. I was just happy to be a spectator, to tell you the truth, in that in that time. So uh, thank you both for that. That was so fu- wonderful, fun. Jen, you put on one hell of a, a con all over the place, but the game was uh, my favorite part, so it was great. So thank you. Next time we do it, we'll do it as a timed rebuttal. And I mean, because <laughs> we've never done it with Zoom, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Your person, you're polite, and you wait for the other person to stop talking. And Zoom, there was just like everyone talking over each other. So next time, we'll just have a timeout. <laughs> I'm muting you. It's your turn to talk. There you go. <laughs> oh, I thought she met me personally. I was like, yes. I was like, no, stop cheering for people. Muting you. No, right on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, as far as what I've been up to, uh, real quick, I uh, did some stuff with uh, Sliva. And uh, maybe you guys saw the backstage pass, whatever. We're in talks with the Hinder as far as Rocket Queen. Mm -hmm. Other than that, man, I was on uh, Dick and Skippy this morning uh, talking about all things nerd, really. We talked a little bit about Rocket Queen, but everything else was The Adventure Begins, the show. uh, Mentioned Jarek one or two times. Just because he's my co-host. Mentioned the 100th episode. The 100th episode that's happening right now. So uh, it's... It was great. Other than that, man, uh, just been nerded out. So, uh, Mark, what do we got on the agenda tonight, my friend? Uh, man, a lot of stuff. But uh, since John is joining us for the first time on Nerd should News we Now, hang up on him? It, I, <laughs> you're like, well, since he's here, we should hang up on him, right? 
No, no, no. We're going to give him uh, a nerdientation real quick. Okay? Yes. Yeah. I got three three very quick questions for you, John, so people can kind of get a sense of where your geek lies. So, number one, uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Neither Dune? Wait, Whoa. no, 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 dude, it's a, it's a 50-50. We're giving the answer already. It's Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah. I'm going to go Star Wars every time. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Star, Star Wars every time, Richard. Okay, Universe. well, you get a pass from me, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, num- number two, the big one, uh, DC or Marvel? Mm. Wait, hold on, wait, Mark, Mark, can I interject? Are sure. we talking about comics or movies real quick? Because there's a big thing. Oh, no. Anything. No, no, no. Because comics is killing it right mm. now, but their movies are horrible. Marvel, movie's great. Marvel comics. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick straight comic books on it, and I'll ask you a question: What time period? That makes so much more difference to me. Now, when when time period comes in, because DC's had its lows, Marvel's had its lows. I mean, I would never go Marvel in the era when Sergeant Rock was a comic. Like that's just never gonna happen. So, uh, <laughs> they have their periods of time. Uh, definitely, Claremont's run on X Men. Uh, I, I, you have to, it, I think it's like avenues of time. So I, I can't really pick one or the other. Uh, if you forced me to, I'd go DC. Um, mm. There's just been, there's there's been some writing that was more interesting up until runs where there was like Punisher Max and more adult oriented writing styles. DC kind of already had that established with, Preacher, Sandman, they were just making more rich content for adults at that point as I had transitioned into adulthood. So I, I think my favorite all time, if you ask me which comic is my favorite all time, I go hands down 100 bullets every time. That's the, the best. It's I wish HBO would make that into a freaking movie like they did with The Sopranos. It would be the best thing ever. Yeah. So That's yeah, just my thing. I, I go different time periods for... Am I DC, Marvel, um, uh, IDW? I mean, I, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, I mean, that was my childhood. So, yeah, John and I talked about Hunter Rules earlier today. And I will totally agree. I, I, if it's comic book wise, uh, writing or whatever, DC Black, the Black Label is doing a phenomenal job. But um, this is my two cents. Uh, that your uh, your description and love of DC back then makes me miss Vertigo so much. I miss mm-hmm. Vertigo. Uh, I mean, they're doing really good stuff. Like Sergeant Rock's probably one of my favorites. Andy Kubert is really just cutting teeth on stuff like that. The artwork was beautiful. It's one of the best books. Um, I've I've had a lot of older older comics. Even when um, uh, Jen will know this. What was the comic shop on Tidwell back in the day? In the early '90s, during Speculator Boom, is one of the better comic shops in Houston. Was that was it like midnight or something? I think so, but uh, that was a very, very good store back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. So the Matana Spirit comics that were in really good condition, the big ones. So. Well, staff. Uh, I, I, I could never really pick one or the other. I'm sorry. It just no, no, 
Uh, uh, hang up on him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Hang up on him. Uh, now, uh, no, no nerd bullying. Now, yeah. Uh, now, but, I'm kidding. Chaz, save all judgment for this next question. This is the most important question, John. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings or anything interesting? <laughs> there is a movie, and they walk a ways, and then he goes like this. The end. I love. I love how everybody gives the Kevin Smith. I. Question. I mean, it's it's so good. I felt the movie languished way too long and didn't go into the character. I, I'm going to call it species of, of uh, lore. I think they could have done a, a, a dwarven-driven uh, one, an elven-driven one, and then put it all together, kind of Tarantino style. If they would have had Quentin Tarantino rather than, I guess it was Peter Jackson, it could have been a hell of a movie on premise alone and kind of cutting up this. It, it's just too long a narrative story that, that has too many lulls. It, it doesn't really resonate unless you've read the books and then you're just sucked in and I can see that, but like, I just think the, the movie's execution of the characters and how you come to cherish them is off base for me. Like the, the precious, that, you know, that was the best acting in the movie by far is that character. And I I fell asleep during the Lord of the Rings. I don't know how many times. And I had the special edition bookend ones. And it just always seemed to be like the person I was dating, the lady I was dating was like, oh, Lord of the Rings, you have all these? And I'm like, yeah. And then I'd be falling asleep and then I'd wake up and they're gone. And I'm like, I don't like you, Lord of the Rings. This is me. <laughs> I'm not a big uh, Vigo Mortensen fan, though. Um, I don't really like anything he's ever been in. So that kind of kills it for me a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, the road was poorly executed. You, you had a great premise and then you know, I, I just, I've never seen a movie. I was like, oh man, I love this guy in it. There was a newer movie where um, he plays a character, I think, that's driving around and kind of talks funny. And it just, uh, not a big one. He's not a great actor to me um, that, that I uh, resonate with. So you can put Bruce Willis eating sandwiches and I would probably like it. I don't know why, but I just like Bruce Willis. I liked him in Moonlighting. I liked him in everything, so. Uh, Lord of the Rings, not my not my favorite. Uh, really like the Dune book, not the movie so much. Uh, you know what's interesting? Uh, one interesting, the only interesting thing about Lord of the Rings, Gollum is getting his own video game. And uh, it's going to be a stealth game. So... Uh, I think what, video game. Is there not a sim mod for like Lord of the Rings or I, I don't get it. Like that's making a sense. Didn't they make that a video game? That's uh, yeah. Well, they have Fitbit, and that's the same thing. Walking around, walking around. That's it. So Fitbit is it. Um, that's that's the Lord of the Rings mod right there. Um, yeah. So look, there's a, a good answer. By the way, I like that. I like all those answers. Uh, you'll fit in uh, perfectly here on Nerd News now. Look, so we had uh, DC Fandom. Yes! 
like an overwhelming amount of stuff. Uh, Chaz, I'll let you uh, tell people like what you checked out first or were most excited about, and then we'll go around and talk about specific stuff. But I thought it was pretty well presented, although it was weird because there was supposed to be a two-day event with like six different groupings, and then they just decided to go 24 hours with the film stuff, which is probably the most popular, uh, and then like push all the other stuff back like two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing about DC Fandom. Like early on, they're like, submit your drawings and your pictures and blah, 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 and all this jazz, right? So I submitted the drawings that I, actually a couple of drawings that I've done here on Nerd Dudes Now. Um, I submitted those uh, to the Fandom and me dressed up as Batman at the Adventure Begins doing the events and whatnot. I got an email saying, hey, we're going to feature you during DC Fandom. So. Hmm watch out look or whatever so therefore i go on social media i'm like hey keep your peepers open because you might see somebody hashtag the rnr nerd well if you watch the entire thing now i look like a, a a butthead because they didn't feature it even though i have the email saying it but regardless on that uh i watched it from the beginning to the end um there was a lot of good panels uh a lot of the panels were very interesting they kept you engaged but overall, they told you nothing. Um, Jim Lee was on there quite a bit, said nothing about publication or what's coming out as, as far as comic book-wise. It was a lot of dropping trailers. It was what's coming up on the CW and on the DCU, which is fine. But it seemed like everything was centered around trailers. And that was it. Who's doing what and who's going to be it? One thing that really took me out of it, because just like a movie, if I'm going to pay $12 and I didn't have to pay for this, but still, if I'm going to take my time out to watch something nerdy, take me out of the real world, they kept putting in political things left and right. They even had like a whole hour of CNN going real life heroes. Well, you could have done that on CNN the next day i didn't need to see that it was it took me out so much but it did bring me back in but the only thing everybody was looking forward to was suicide squad and the batman and right here i will say i've said it on this show when the batman patency came out i was like i'm done no i don't want it the twilight night which i've hashtagged on uh, tw- uh twitter nobody oh. else does Thank you very much. But Twilight Night or whatever, um, I was not on board. After seeing the trailer, I I just posted on social media that I am sorry, Robert Pattinson, that uh, I uh, I didn't believe in you or whatever. Uh, I'm totally in for the new Batman. The new Suicide Squad looks great. Um, I'm still on the fence about uh, Wonder Woman 84. But overall, it didn't give us any information that we couldn't have found out uh, in 20 minutes the next day. So that was a little disappointing. Yeah, no, uh, and I maybe you're going to be on the uh, the DCU, uh, YOU part. Uh, hopefully you'll be featured. Uh, with, yeah, I, mean, yeah. the I said I was going to be on the convention, and I was not. So it doesn't, that doesn't matter. I, it, I mean, the whole thing, I mean, I wasn't doing anything anyway, so it doesn't matter. I know I'm Batman here in the woodlands. So I know we're Batman. I'm Batman. And Jen is, do they cancel 20 times? 
got pushed to two weeks from now. You know, when they when they do the the round two, because they, they all they were supposed to do. We talked about it last week. They were supposed to do like the kids verse and the U verse and the comic specific, and all they ended up doing was just the movies on repeat, which was fine because you had well, Wayne Johnson pumping up Black Adam and stuff like that. But uh, well, let me ask you real quick because you did bring that up uh, a week beforehand, where they were going to do all the the kids verse and whatnot. So when you went to uh, DC fandom, they had the titles up there, right? But for me, I couldn't access, every time I try to access them, they're like, put it on your calendar. And I'm like, well, this, this is happening right now. I wasn't able to access any of that except for the main storyline as far as what they were doing. Were you able to do that? Were you able to? No, no because what I'm saying is like two days before this went live, they moved all that other stuff to two weeks from now. I think it's two weekends. Oh. They moved oh. it like all all the TV panels and comic panels and fan panels and everything. So it oh. was they just had the basically the movie verse or whatever they were calling it. I can't remember what they called that main, but it was like they had those six different worlds, and then only one was available that day, and they moved everything else um, to like two weeks. From I mean, now. don't get me wrong. Like going into it, it was really cool. It's probably, I mean. It was as DC as I expected. As soon as I got in there, they had an intro, and they're like, welcome, and they had all these cool graphics, and then you're right there in uh, the, this, I don't know, I, I can't remember what they were calling it, but it was like a sphere of whatever. It was a virtual reality type of situation, but all the main stuff was really cool, but there were certain things they were doing in that main stuff, especially when they got very political, where I was like, well, let me switch over. And I didn't know that they were going to do they were pushing it back. So if I would have known that, I would have got up and got a sandwich or whatever. But I was pretty much stuck there eating <laughs> chips going, what is it going to end, CNN? Like, this is, it was, it was too much on that part. Yeah. So I was trying to, I would leave and try to access the other uh, venues of that and it just wouldn't happen. Um, and then on top of that, I didn't see myself picture or art wise. So then I got really mad and it was like, no, I was no Star Wars wise. So uh, I didn't know that they were pushing it back. But either way, all in all, I'm not I'm not unhappy that I, I that I saw it. Yeah, I'm confident you'll be a part of the Snyder cut of Phantom. Um, did anyone Just, I'm in the Smith cut of, of uh, But I'm really, really, really excited for it. I think getting to see. A director's cut of a film is really important with their artistic vision and usually what we criticize is when compromise happens and i think i think when you get to put out whether it's music or art or vision in any way it's so important that it's not compromised you know it's heartfelt it's not rinsed and repeated too many times and 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 to me, I loved 300. I, I thought it was a it was a really, really well executed look at a comic book. The panels were really crisp as far as, oh, my God, that's that's right out of the, the comic. And it looked beautiful how the vision of it was. And I'm really excited. I know everybody else hated the Superman movie that had come out. I thought it was great, um, even though most people just hated it. I, I liked 
that version of Zod. Um, that guy's a fantastic mm-hmm. actor. Uh, Batman versus Superman. I could, I, I took it for what it was because I could really see that there was a lot of money getting pumped into influencing that in a way that it wasn't supposed to be executed. I know everyone else is grimacing right now. I'm going. No, oh. no. Actually, I, no. I just uh, I, somebody sent me a text about Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> that, that's watching the show. <laughs> It it makes for a bad film. Here's my thing about the Snyder Cut. Uh, when, I want, when I went to, and, and we've talked about this on Nerd News now, 100 episodes, baby. But um, watching Justice League, it made zero sense. Steppenwolf like, did not look it, it, it didn't look finished. And you're like, what is going on this entire time? When I saw the trailer for the Snyder Cut here at DC Fandom, that trailer, the two and a half minutes, made more sense than the entire movie did. Well, it was supposed to be four hours. They started out with Dark Side. Which, that's what we were waiting for. And they were like, you're not doing that. What's up? It was supposed to be four hours. And they were like... No, and he was like, "It's well, now it's going to be four hours. It's four one-hour episodes, and then they're all going to put it together." And even uh, uh, Snyder said he was like, "After that, we're going to add on some more stuff." So, like, how cool is that? And it just makes sense when it opens up a dark side. Are you kidding me? Like, okay, cool. That's the big bad. That's your Thanos right there. That brought me right back in. And not even that. You you see Steppenwolf, and he looks finished and rendered. It's shiny and nice, yeah. not like something I would see on the organ trail from 20 years ago. <laughs> like, sorry, man, he just looks so bad. Like, so I'm all about the Snyder Cut. I'm all about it, and you we know, all, and, uh, we all know Henry Cavill's good too, and can play that hero part. I mean, he's fantastic in The Witcher. It was fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, I mean. I'm all about Cavill being a Superman. I'm all about it. I think he's a great Superman. He looks like Superman. But uh, let's put him in a Superman role where Superman is just not a baddie. He just seemed like Superman is truth, justice, and the American way. Christopher Reeves, that's who I think of as, as Superman. Put him in there. Like, you could do that. And I bet, I mean, and if I'm wrong, then that's fine. But I bet... We're going to get that Superman, other than him coming back from death or whatever. Of course, you're going to be like a little bit, but I bet we get that Superman in here. Y'all know that, right? He's going to be wearing the black suit. Black well, yeah, that's why I bought, the, I bought the comic for our shop just to put it on the wall because, well, yeah, of course. That's going to be excellent. And then they're going to have Michael Keaton um, reprise his role and Ben Affleck reprise his role. In the new Flash movie, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That's like DC's doing great stuff if they if they utilize it and they execute it right, then it, it could be just as big as Marvel. Like well, they'll have they money to shut down a bunch of the comic stuff. They've laid people off, so. Well, I see that. Well, that's, that's, that there, that's you really get it right. James Gunn, man, that's gonna be awesome though. Oh, dude, all day long. Do you see the trailer for the game? Like, I'm not even a big gamer, but up to four players. Actually, <laughs> it's going to be great. 
Yeah, I'll get the, I'll get to the games in a, a little bit, but Chaz, I really speaking of games, I really want a version of Oregon Trail that takes place on Apocalypse. And Dark Side pops up like, "You've died of dysentery." Um, well, <laughs> DC DCU has come out with the Apocalypse War for DC, so yep. it, that's gonna that's going to uh, you know subside your your want a little bit of Oregon so, Trail. Not of Oregon Trail, but just DC's Apocalypse War. So, I mean, if you're going to match the two together, you got half of it, and you're good, man. Did you get to check out anything on DC Fandom? What's up? Oh, I, I was asking Jen if she got to check out anything on DC Fandom. TV show. Daddy. I'll tell you. Their shop is really cool. I did pick up a Harley Quinn statue for pretty cheap. It's her with the with the mallet, but she's blowing bubblegum. And it called out, you know, I'm a big Harley Quinn fan, but it called out to me because I'm always chewing bubblegum. And uh, my girlfriend's like, take the bubblegum under your mouth and I always call her Harley Quinn. But anyway, that's the thing. And I thought that was perfect for it. So that's the only exclusive item I got for um, from DC. Uh, fandom. I got the. Oh. I actually got the Lego. The Lego set that's based hey. off the iconic character of Wonder Woman and Cheetah. Oh, did you really? Kind of like a vertical build of the comic book cover. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed that they. I didn't see many like comic book uh, exclusives at all for that. No, it was a lot of like printed shirts, like probably shirts. I mean, so many. I've never seen that many. Shirts. <laughs> Yeah, but I figured you know you get because uh, the 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 main thing I looked forward to was uh, the the comic book um, ratios and whatnot. The, but I didn't see that, so I went to the statues. I saw that, and then boom, that look that Lego thing is really awesome. Yeah, uh, Jarek, what about you? Did you get to check out Fandom? I saw the trailers after they were kind of sneaked at fandom, but that was, that was the most that I really had time to pay attention to. Um, that's kind of that's what I have the most investment in. And then, um, honestly, the games that are coming out for DC look amazing, and that's that's where I a lot of my attention got further drawn into. Um, Arkham Knights looks like it's gonna be great. Um, Gotham Knights. Gotham on, Knights. Wait, so. out, of the, out of the two, though, I mean, be honest, though, out of the two. Suicide Squad, Gotham Knights. Which one are you more excited about? Honestly, Gotham Knights. Just are you for, really? Honestly, yeah. honestly, just for the Court of Owls, um, the like town? overall plot, and that, that <laughs> I seems mean, I like get that plot all day long. But like when they did the alpha uh, gameplay during DC fandom, they had Batgirl on the bike, and then she's doing. She's they're supposed to highlight all the things that this character can do. It yeah. was so sluggish and like like robotic and all of the characters other than Batgirl were doing great things except for her. The gr the graphics look great, but everything else looked like, meh. Well, I mean, it is an alpha, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, no, it's nowhere near, you know, no, 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 presentation ready. Wait, no. They said that's the alpha version. The alpha version is what they sold. Uh, they were showing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's no, that's No, 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 no. That's... Okay, I don't know. I don't think it's it's nowhere near ready yet. No. If that's the case. Well, if well, if they're like, hey, here's the alpha version. The alpha yes. means not beta. Like this is what's coming out. That's disappointing. 
No, no, you have it wrong. Alpha is pre-beta yeah. um, in terms of video game development. Um, really? Alpha sure. is, yes, yeah. alpha is like your... Alpha is like the alpha male. That's the number one. No, not in video oh, games. Beta? Man. Number two is number... Alpha like Beta is... It, it goes alpha, beta, release. Um, so alpha... It makes that sense. is looks, ridiculous. <laughs> well, you're ridiculous, so get used to it. Um... So I mean, it's it, if she's clunky. I mean, that's that's a that's a concern to have. But I mean, until we get beta footage or closer to actual release, I'm not too concerned. Uh, it looks beautiful. Dropped, it looks amazing. They dropped that, and then the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was flawless. Rock, yeah. Rocksteady did all the Batman stuff, and then all of a sudden they went off and did Suicide. Why did they do both of them? The Suicide Squad looks flawless. It looks great. So okay, well, I did not know that about games that Alpha men's means uh it's in the pre-stages didn't know that because you know whatever <laughs> uh suicide squad looks great it does look good though i'm not gonna lie for a while and so basically uh, the alpha version is what uh bethesda would have released for a newer fallout game right that's Damn. true going for the low-hanging fruit in the nerd totem pole nice <laughs> And there you go. There, there's your cameo appearance by Poison Ivy because she she can make fruits that needs them. <laughs> Stupid joke, I know. That's fine. You ain't gonna laugh. And just to finish this conversation out, it goes alpha, beta, compact disc for your Dreamcast. Huh. Oh, 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 laser. And then the D stands for DLC because they want you to download the game they should have released in the first place. Mm-hmm. Transaction Sony. There you go. Regardless, but, uh, I'm, I'm buying the Suicide Squad, and more than likely, I'll buy Gotham Knights just because I'm a big Batman fan. Yeah, but I'm not playing Batgirls because she's clunky, and I love Batgirl. I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll fix that. A uh, Chaz, did yeah. you have a problem with? Uh, I really wanted to hear Ron Funches King Shark. I think. He might have written that character for me from Harley Quinn. I wanted him to be voicing the King Shark character. Well, on that, on the game or whatever, so you had the game, it, uh, the Harley Quinn in the game looks like Margot Robbie, right? And then when she talks, it doesn't sound like Margot Robbie. So there's a disconnect there. But yeah, King Shark as well. King Shark was very prominent within the whole DC fandom, yeah. which I was happy about because other than the comics... I was reintroduced to King Shark through the Flash CW thing. But I guess with every time I see King Shark, there's a different voice. So I really wasn't disconnected there. But through Harley Quinn, the animated series, the actor who portrays King Shark is now who I hear when I think of King Shark. He's flawless. It's hilarious. And... Such a great job. I mean, he he took that character and it, it's his own. Yeah, and it's so good, so good, so good. Ron Funches, the comedian Ron Funches. It's uh, I was just so disappointed when I saw. That was the only thing I was disappointed about was was King Shark's voice because I just wanted it to be him, yeah. which does fit the tone of the game, but still. <laughs> Yeah. But that, that, now it's, it should be like a mainstay with like Kevin Conroy or whatever, or or Mark Hamill with the Joker. Like when I read Batman, I hear Conroy. Joker is Hamill, and yep. now Hodges is King Shark. Though he's not so prominent or whatever, but that's who I hear. He's just bravado and just uh, it, it. It's so brilliant that I, I I'm in the same boat, man. It should it should be the same thing, same voice, same actor, same. Everything. 
Uh, John, back to you. What what was uh, another trailer or entity that that stuck out to you that we haven't discussed yet from DC Pandem? Uh, there were a couple that I thought really hit. Um, I thought visually what they showed in the trailer for Wonder Woman 84 looked really, really, really good. Uh, just her swinging from lightning bolts, that, that is really visually uh, enticing and impressive. But I, I want to go with Black Adam was, I mean, it, it just a, it's going to have some really cool characters for them to kind of explore and screw up most likely, but uh, how do you screw up Hawkman and Dr. Fate? And I mean, I mean, just, there's going to be some cool stuff in there. Uh, hopefully they execute it. They're kind of hedging their bets on their, their film industry and kind of moving away from comics, similar to what Marvel tried to do. So we'll see um, if it's not, they're going to end up folding. You know, uh, I think they have better leadership now with Jim Lee. Um, than they ever have because they have someone who's built a company from scratch himself come in and give gave them a shot in the arm so i think they've got to get it right and they know that and uh i think we're going to get to look forward to less compromise overall uh sandman for sure that coming to netflix is massive it's gonna be really cool sci-fi is running like six episodes of a batman animated series but for me, Sandman, um, just because uh, they're not going to run it on the CW, which I think is a miss for them because Arrow season one is not like any other season uh, for sure. Um, neither is season two, really, for that matter. It kind of gets lost after that. And um, I think they don't, have to yeah. they don't have to compromise. It's going to be their daredevil, their punisher. Uh, where they're not kind of placating to thir PG-13 below. So I'm really, really excited about what they do with the Sandman. We'll see. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were hating on the Black Adam. I was looking at uh, after The Rock did the thing, uh, the promo, they were hating on it. But here's one thing, like when The Rock was a wrestler, that, that was past my time. I was like Junkyard Dog, Brutus Bar Beefcake, and all that jazz. But... Dwayne Johnson as an actor, I mean, he pulls it off every single time. And he already looks like a superhero, and he can act. So the people who were, you know, talking mess about him on online after what he did for DC Fandom, man, I mean, I'm more in on him being the Black Adam than I was Levi doing uh, Shazam, to tell you the truth. Um, and I will go see that movie a time or two. Before I watched Shazam, I waited for it. Shazam is a movie that I saw at right. home and not in the theater. Yeah. yeah, it was a pleasant surprise of a movie. It was really well done. They just didn't have a bunch of expectation writing on it. The, the crappy part about any Batman film is it has a ton of expectation because it's a cash cow and that's a billion dollar franchise. And but all you have to do is put a trailer out where Batman is just beating the crap out of somebody like Mortal Kombat and it's all over. And yeah, <laughs> so I see you talk on that for a minute. Um, the fact, the thing that sold me on this Batman, and I texted Chaz right away as soon as I watched this thing. Uh, I, there's something great about watching Robert Pattinson, full bat suit, walk up to a bunch of gangster hoodlums and be like, who are you? And they're like, 
And then, and then the only the first thing they do, full Mortal Kombat, is you know, beat down on the guy. It's not like Christian Bale, bang bang, you're done. It's it was a you're down. I'm making sure you're down. Break a few rounds. Stay down. A vengeance. Um, sold. That was easily one of my favorite moments from that trailer, and uh, I am hyped. Dude, and the music that he put, Nirvana. I yeah. Mean, they put. At first, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was the last trailer. It's the last thing you're seeing. They're they're, they're saving the best for last. And then all of a sudden, I'm here and I'm like, okay, I'm a, uh, Nirvana. Okay, cool, I get it. But but it set the tone. As soon as yeah. everything came into alignment, I was like, dude, I am in. I am in. And again, I posted on uh, Twitter where I apologized and I put it on all my stories throughout social media because so many people were like. You have to apologize to Robert Pattinson. Uh, yeah, it's and I, I did because it looked phenomenal. I love the so, facts. Not not so much, yeah. Oh, John, go ahead. What was the thumbs down for Chaz or for Batman? Thumbs down for Batman in general. I, what? No. Just no. Get a call with John, please. Stop trying to read. It and I have a linear story. Let someone come up with a real story that's made for cinema, right? For a cinema experience where you're going to lay out three films and it's going to have a direction and you're going to execute it and you've got a plan, film them all at the same time, keep it moving, give us three films in five years, not some 10-year project. And I'm just, I'm still not sold on that. I thought they went visceral to try to resonate with the people they had lost because everyone was like, Robert Pattinson, are you joking? Uh, they they, they thing about Michael, Michael Keaton. They're like, Mr. Mom is 89 Batman. He's great. He's well, they, they had to make you take it serious. That, that was a very, very custom tailored trailer to make us take the idea, the concept of Robert Pattinson as an actor and as a Batman. Seriously. Well, they've only filmed like X amount of percent of the movie, right? Already. Yeah. So of course, coming in, they they see all the hate that's coming in because oh, you got a sparkling, you you've got the Twilight Night, right? But here here's my thing that that got me over the edge as well, right? So I I did not like the fact that Pattinson was Batman. I was like, he can't be a Batman. He's not my Batman. But I saw the trailer, right? But then I got some background on it where it's year two, so it's young Batman. So therefore, we're gonna see him mess up. He's gonna be clumsy. He's not gonna know exactly. It's kind of be like year one the trade, which people kind of want. People have been asking for year one. Well, we get year two where he kind of knows a little bit more than he used to, uh, than he did from that trade or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I could have just done without it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, I've had my fill of Batman for a little while. Uh, I would have liked to see <laughs> come back with Michael Keaton for a film and, and have free reign and free autonomy to do what he set out to do in the first place, not the second film where right, right, right. running around with prosthetics, who's a fantastic actor, uh, probably one of Frank Reynolds' is God. So anyway, uh, my take on well, it. We're going to see Michael Keaton come back and... and, and I, would like that. I mean, who in this room... Okay, take it aside for a second. This film, kind of with you riding high on the buzz, this film, or if you had seen a trailer for a new Tim Burton, Michael Keaton as older Batman, which would you be buzzing about right now? 
Tell you the truth, I mean, it, Batman Returns is not one of my favorite Batman films mm-hmm. at all. No, not at it, all. Yeah, it was so it was so nineteen it was so sixty six Batman that I was like, eh. Like I I mean eighty nine Batman all day long. Like when I think of Batman, like he's my Batman. <laughs> Here comes Mark. Mark, you want to chime in? He's like, I don't. The, the point I wanted to make uh, about Robert Pattinson, the Twilight Knight, hashtag courtesy of Chaz Von Graves, is that people are calling this emo Batman the same way they did with Spider-Man. People love to do that. And we're having to defend all this stuff from Frank Miller fans, right? Like, And, and here's the deal. Imagine that we had Twitter back in the mid-'80s, and imagine waking up to the news of Batman. It's, it's 1988, okay? Twitter exists. Batman's been cast. It's Mr. Mom. Mom. <laughs> but like, they did that. What, it was I would have just thought it was a Robin film. That, so I just think you have to let the actor act and see what yeah. happens. I mean, honestly, especially with Pattinson having like the pedigree he has after Twilight, which he has come out and said that he he hated filming it. He, you know, it's not, it was not his favorite thing. He know did not like doing those movies and since then he's had a pretty good run at mostly uh, you know small time things that haven't hit the big screen and then you get something like this last year you see the lighthouse gets dropped which is one of those movies that's going to completely change the way you see his acting range and then batman comes out and you see this awesome trailer and he's really invested in it he's really going with it and you see outside of just the publicity that he is he, he likes this it makes i think it's going to make it True. Okay. Well, you you were a believer before I was, and I yeah. only say that uh, only because like, as soon as he, he was cast, you have uh, exactly what you just said. A lot of people saying he's a great actor. He's done this and this and this. But I yeah. didn't hear anything about what he did after Twilight. I know he did a lot of independent stuff, but since I wasn't a fan, I wasn't following. So yeah. therefore, all I have in my brain etched into it is uh, the Twilight Night, right? Sure. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. So, of course, I, I, but this trailer turned me around like nobody's business. Yeah. Which, in turn, would make me look at his pat, what he's done since Twilight. I'll go back and watch some of his stuff because he's playing one of my heroes, right? Like, yeah. see what, what happened. What is he doing now? Or what has he done since Twilight or whatever? So, mm-hmm. I think that's also a good thing. Totally. Which, he's like, I mean, I, I mean, he's done several movies since then. But I don't want anything to do with it. But since you're Batman, wait a minute. Let's see what you've done. Yeah. Totally. And then um, I'm just hyped for this movie in general. All the news that's come out for it up till this point. Um, I like. I love the idea of the the Riddler as a you know serial killer stalking the streets. Gotham is awesome. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, a. Getting away from the billionaire playboy, I've got every toy on the planet. I can defeat anyone. That that's a cool take. Um, it's one they should have done a long time ago. I think they had explored doing that. If Nolan was going to make a fourth film, he had enlisted. Um, oh gosh, I can't think. Was it uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, was going to kind of play more of that Zodiac kind of serial killer character and play Riddler. So. I was actually looking forward to that. I know there's a lot of Nolan haters out there just because, you know, Inception has plot holes in it. And then Nolan, that was- Nolan's a great director. He did a great job through the, the Batman trilogy. Here's one thing during the, the last drop of the, the Batman trailer was we knew months ago that Colin Farrell was cast as the Penguin. 
And again, when, when I heard it, I was like, what, are you kidding me? The trailer drops. I watched it three or four times. And the, the next day, I see the meme going, in case you missed it, here's Colin Farrell. I totally missed it. And I totally mm -hmm. forgot. And he looks like Cobblepot. Yep. Uh, Riddler doesn't look like Riddler, but I'm totally down for the serial killer aspect. And then Catwoman looks like, she, she reminds me of the Catwoman from uh, Gotham. Yep. Which she's new, she's starting out, which is totally cool. Yep. This movie has just got all just the bare essentials, mm -hmm. the bare necessities since it's Disney, son. Uh, and I'm in, dude. I'm paying the money, and I'm going to go see it. And it's going to be great, I hope. And if it is, I'm going to see it two or three, four times Honestly, in the theater. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it seems like it's going to be one of those movies you're going to want to watch in the theaters. Uh, either way, I don't think, even if you go in with skepticism you're gonna to want to see it because i think it's it's very much um even if it is just a one-off which i don't think it is i do think they're gonna have they're gonna move into it um it's gonna be a cinematic film it's gonna be it's gonna have the sound design it's gonna have everything that goes with it it is going to be something to keep your eye out on um yeah. and it just it's, it'll be interesting to see where they're they're gonna take the batman verse with this um you know a lot because there's a lot like of good hints <laughs> There, there really is. And in the trailer, there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs and whatnot. But yeah. the cool thing, a lot of people are like concerned because they're like, uh, Ben Affleck came back for the Snyder Cut. Well, Zack Snyder said that uh, this isn't continuity, right? No. So that's out of this world. But mm -hmm. the cool thing about Pattinson is you can make this, that's year two. You can wait a couple of years and come back with year six and Yep. What, and you can do it right. And if you do it right, you can rebuild that DC universe as He's, far as movies. Well, I mean, with the Flash play that they're doing, they've set this up perfect. They can have a Michael Keaton. They can have this. They can have that. That, oh. That's, in, in my opinion, to do it that way. I just really would have rather seen them kind of realize the, the Robin character with George, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and actually pursued that. I would have loved to see like more screen time for Cillian Murphy. Um, he was really, really exceptional as the Scarecrow character. And I think they could have done a million different things with uh, a really talented younger actor where they put him in a three film arc since these seem to take a decade to get out where we kind of got to see Robin and then we get to get a, a Nightwing. Like, and it's just... Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That to me is more interesting than seeing another Batman film that I'm, I'm being introduced to a new character and it seems like they flip at DC too often uh, where, you know, I, I just... Well, there of was... course, I mean, that's, that's, our, that's, that's the bread and butter. Don't get me wrong. And I totally agree with you. Like, out of Batman and Robin, I love Robin to death. Like, sure. I want to see more Robin. I, I would love to see that story uh, come to fruition. But uh, if you give me a Batman movie, I don't care what iteration it's going to be. I'm going to drop my butt, uh, my dollars down on that. But I would like to see them explore more characters. And I think with this, they have the opportunity to do that. Because if it's Batman's second year, it's kind of like Marvel's, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Where you take them early on, and you can uh, you can build upon that. So maybe we will see the Robins come through, and all the villains coming through at their early stages and whatnot. Uh, same thing, you know, because I love the Tom Holland Spider Mans. What I, I think they're great. He's great Spider Man. Stories are awesome. 
Uh, so maybe they'll build upon that, hopefully, and then rebuild the uh, DCU as far as the movies go. I mean, it's open right now, and I think it's I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. So hopefully, fingers crossed. That against the abs of Momoa. That's that's what the they did. Really oh, dude, give me more Momoa, dude. He is the Aquaman. I love the movie. I can't wait for Aquaman too. He yeah. is great. So, uh, like, yeah, let's get some more Momoa. I know Jen's over there smiling. She wants more Momoa, right? <laughs> no, that's a yes. That's a yes. No. Yeah. No. I don't know. What? I'm not a DC girl. What can I say? No, no, no. you don't have to be a DC girl, but you're a Momoa girl, right? No. What? No. Get out of here. Okay, here's a question then. If you were, if you had the Aquaman film franchise, who are you, Jen, casting as Aquaman? I'm with him as Aquaman. I'm not into him. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. So, so you like him as? Would yeah. you cast somebody else? No, no. He's a great Aquaman. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would love to see some kind of like weird. Um, a crossover between Marvel and DC in which we get a Namor. Mm -hmm. uh, I would cast Keanu, of course. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, like see a battle in the sea. That was a big letdown. You know, they were going to have Dwayne Johnson perhaps uh, uh, as Namor and then went Black Adam. Oh, I, would see, I, don't, I don't see Dwayne, I don't see The Rock as Namor at all. I no. can see after conversations with the nerd news uh, crew, Keanu as Namor, I could see that for sure, easily. But The Rock as Namor, Rock is, no, no, no. He's too proud. Like I could see him more the thing than I could the Namor, and that's just the spectrum. Not that I would want to see him that way, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I, I don't know. After after seeing that motion comic of Black Adam versus the JSA, I'm sold on that. Everything about that. Uh, disappointed that Hawkgirl was not on there because, according to Dwayne Johnson, she was supposed to be or is supposed to be. Uh, and then back to bat, just to wrap up the DC fandom of Batman real quick. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon yes. is going to be phenomenal. And yep. I, think, I think, I know, I understand the Heath Ledger le legacy, so I would never put anyone above him but i think right up there is going to be paul dan people yeah. are not gonna see this coming and that's another guy where people are gonna have to go wait a minute i know i've seen this guy before and they're gonna go back to little miss sunshine and go oh but then they're gonna look at the middle of his career and go oh okay let, let's go um so let's wrap up with uh comics as to not uh torture mission with any more dc fandom stuff um <laughs> did anyone need to check out uh maestro from marvel maestro number one by peter david it's funny because uh, Jarek and I, I know I bought it. I, uh, I went in my poll. It's waiting for me. For next episode, and we did yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll cover that next time, but uh, intriguing to me. One, Peter David, of course, and on Hulk, of course, which he helped build that character for so long now. Uh, and that's just a maestro from the future imperfect storyline. Uh, basically just a, a bad version of Hulk that now rules everything around him. So we'll, we'll check out. We'll check that out next time. Uh, the only other, um, finally, Chaz, we're getting Joker War. So that that to me that's like the. Oh, sorry. It's been, the, no, the, three Jokers. The three Jokers. That's what I meant. Uh, 
Uh, other than the three Jokers, Miss Jen, what else are we on the lookout for this week? I, don't know, I think it's uh, Mega Man by is Boom number one. We got something ridiculous. I think it's like uh, Mars Attacks versus Rensonia. Which, of course, why not? Yeah. We're finally getting Canto 2, number one. Mm. And what else is big coming out this week? There's a Spider-Man that's coming. That one has a bunch of different variants. It's Spider-Man Noir. Three. Three. No. Yeah, it does. Daredevil, Daredevil Anthology 1, is that right? The uh, annual number one. Annual. I'm interested in the most. Uh, there's yeah. a new Fantastic Four coming out, number one. Uh, Hellions 3. Um, it's Sleeping Beauty the... number three, which is one issue before my appearance. So put Wait, before your appearance? Wait, what? Wait, go, okay, you need to go further in depth in this. Oh, oh. I, I appear as a not small part in Sleeping Beauty's 4. It is an what? honor see me again. Are you How serious? is this the first time we've heard about this? Yeah, wait, dude, you're on this show every week, Jen. I didn't know what I You're on this show before FOC, and I'm going to kick you in the shins. Are you serious? That's so yeah. cool. Uh, Tell the so, people about it, man. Well, Allison Sampson contacted me and said, I didn't realize this, but for like uh, when she did her run for Hit Girl India, that she likes to use real people. And so she asked people to send her images for, of people that they knew that of Indian descent, and if you look, that a lot of the people that are in that book are real people. Hmm. And she sent a message to me. I was actually on a date with my husband. We we're hanging at the Target. I mean, it's COVID, right? Because that's all there is to do is go hang out at the Target. But uh, she sent a message to me, and she goes, "Hey, would you like to be in this book that I'm working on? I can't tell you a whole bunch about it. I'm going to send you a bright orange, you know, prison uniform, and I'm going to instruction." take a whole bunch of pictures for me and send them back. So I sent a, I did it. I, my husband, and I did it on a Sunday where he just like put on the outfit, worked out my whole character, did all the shots. And I sent her about a hundred shots. And sure enough, she sent me back one, one of the pages uh, last week. And oh my gosh, she got my slouch exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> one, my, my smile crease. Yeah. Annie. <laughs> How cool is that, man? So, shit. So, once I get the book, I can bring it to you. You can sign it. Well, are you going to charge me to sign this book? No, I'll just scribble it on it for you. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, then I'm going to put it on the wall. It's up for 300 bucks. <laughs> no, 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 I will totally keep it. That is so cool, that man. Really cool. I'll come, I'll come do it for you if you like the store. Yes. yes. Oh, that's so cool, man. How cool is that? So you said you're better than my David Desmolchin story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so your character appears in issue four, you said? Yes. And then, uh, so I don't think it happens again in, she's in five, but I think it's again in six. I haven't shot my shots for the next issue she's going to be in, but she's, she described it as a not small part. So I'm assuming that it'll appear again. That's so cool, man. Like, I'm super excited for you. That's really cool. <laughs> Hey, we're going to have you at the store to do a signing yeah. we'll do it. For, for the five books that we ordered. But you'll be there 15 <laughs> minutes. We'll, we'll pay you in Coca-Cola and Reese's Pieces. I'll wear my lime green prison outfit for you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Man, congratulations on that. That's so cool, That's man. That's super awesome. 
John, I'll send you one, yeah? Where's sure. John from? I, I come in your store all the time. Well, I say, I thought I you were local. <laughs> I store pops all the time. I was going to say, for a minute, I was like, well, maybe I don't know who John is. <laughs> you can come here. Half the plucky's in the store. Yeah. That are on. He's yeah, the you, live on, you live on the 59 uh, side, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, no, we're, we're right at like Rayford 99. So we're quite close. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, we just uh, can you kick your wife's your wife in the shins for uh, not ever hanging out? I've been over here for at least two or three years now. We haven't hung out. I thought you guys were like in New Caney side. No, 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 just real close. Yeah, well, I'll talk to your wife about that. Over there, I spent a couple pokey stops on the way. Hit the gym every every once in a while. I'm looking forward to some of this COVID normalization to to occur. I'll see your way before COVID. That's fine. Shins will be kicked, sir. In some of the trailers and stuff, it kind of reminded us of like some level of like, oh, we're getting excited about new movies coming out and stuff. So, kind of looking forward to that. Hope yeah. there are platforms improve. Uh, I really do because piracy is a thing of the past. Uh, Apple kind of negated Napster back in the day. So, I think we're all willing to accept that you pay people to make films and you don't need to pirate them necessarily to get what you want. Um, I'm looking forward to if they can get their delivery platform right, I'd be all for it. Uh, I still haven't seen Swamp Thing, so if y'all know if that's good or not, I'm really it is. Yeah. Is oh, it's phenomenal, it's great. Make sure you, yeah, do yourself a favor. Also, yeah. this week, uh, uh, Three Jokers number one, Mark, you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, beautiful covers, $6.99 a piece. It's, I, I looked on the inside today, it's so great. It's gonna be such a great book, I hope. We've been we've been having it up for months now, so there's we'll cool playing cards too you can collect. How yeah. easy they are, but they, they should be at your local shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we got a couple of packs, I guess. So uh, first come, first serve. Every issue that you buy, you get a playing card, which is a Joker card. It's got a really cool design on the front, on the back. It's half Batman, half Joker. Yeah. yeah. Cool promo. Oh, very cool. Sweet. Well, guys, this has been one of the uh, quickest hours we've ever had so yeah. jared has mission and john thank you for being a guest here on episode 100 of nerd news now as we've talked about all this stuff uh just a real quick last gasp of geekdom here uh, did you guys hear about this uh mike mangola sketchbook that's coming out no yeah well you guys should order it it's going to be hitting comic retailers in march and it's a collection of all these sketches that he's done for charity during <sighs> quarantine and if you were a fan of Hellboy and his art, it is insane. And Chaz, he did a lot of uh, renditions of Masters of the Universe. So those are crazy. And then he did uh, and then he did serial mascots. So there are the creator of Hellboy has drawn Snap Crackle and Pop, Pony the Tiger, and, and others. And it is I I'm I've been following him on Twitter this whole time. Uh, it's all the proceeds, or a lot of the proceeds are going to the Chef Andre's World Central Kitchen, so it's for a good cause. Uh, it will make you go out to your local comic shop and get this book in March. Uh, so just go on his Twitter and just check out everything he's done the last four months. Thundercats, Masters of the Universe, Serial Mascots from the creator of Hellboy. What else could you want? <laughs> I mean, it's... Hey, it's Mark, just before you go on real quick, uh, yeah. 
do love that. But Jen has an auction going on here pretty soon. Yeah. Jen, you want to talk about that? Because I think John and myself and a lot of cool other artists are uh, going to be auctioned off in it, yeah? Our yeah, artwork on ourselves. Some live already, but for CadetsCon, we were raising money for Insider Art, which is a charity for retailers that are a female or non-binary. Because we wanted to focus in very tightly so we can like raise the most amount of money per store that we could. And so uh, we've been selling these cool original pieces of art that were generated uh, in or around CadetsCon. And so uh, look soon for an amazing piece of art from each of these two gentlemen. I can't wait to see what they have made. I haven't Do forgot. You have them? I've been drawing it. It's just taking me a while. So. so but tell you what, John's been like showing me like pieces of, of his art. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, so I've I finished one and I'm scrapping and I'm redoing oh, it because I saw his. I'm like, no. Nah. multiples. You're Do too multiples. good. I'm going to do another one in a more cartoony style. I just wanted to do a, like a 90s homage, kind of uh, the wild, wild, like I'm going to go too many crosshatch cross lines. I really wanted to get that 90s vibe in. So like super overly muscular kind of, oh, I don't want to say Rob Liefeld because that's bad anatomy. And, and I do, do not disrespect someone that, you know, has given a lot to, pay for artists in, in general so I, I don't hate on the guy uh he did give us deadpool you know he might be an asshole i don't know if anyone would know you might i don't know I, i'm not gonna say anything but no i will say jim lee's one of the nicest guys I've ever met even though i was wearing a astros rick and morty shirt for them winning the world series and had rick and morty on it he was like really I really love Rick and Morty. Now I have to hate them too. It's like right with the Dodgers and the Astros, right? So well, it's really awesome. Now, now people hate the Astros more than ever. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, more reasons to hate. Right on. So there's the auction thing, man. And then what else you got, Mark? I was sure. just going to say. Uh, I was just going to say, Miss Jen, they can go to a. Uh, Space Cadets online, and if you search eBay store for for Space Cadets, that's where you can find these auctions. Some going on now, some will be posted. Uh, spread the love and support the cause of that. Um, but that that's it, guys. That's episode one hundred. Jarek, Chaz, John, Michin, uh, I, Mark, and thank you guys for watching and listening to Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online. Sponsored by Space Cadets Collection, Collection, and The Adventure Begins. Check us out uh, on Woodlands Online. Check out the other shows there. Taste Buzz, Music Cafe, Adventure Begins Show with Jazz and Jarek. Woodlands House and Home, The Best You, Weekly Fallout Sports Talk, and Between the Trees Business Talk. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KBQT HD21, over the air on your television. And we now have a Roku channel. Just search Woodlands Online TV and add that channel to your streaming lineup. And, of course, the audio version of this uh, for your podcast listening pleasure can be found on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast from. We will see you next time on Nerd News Now.